Welcome to BS with M. That stands for bite size, not bullshit. This is a research-based sex and relationships podcast delivered to you in bite-sized episodes under 15 minutes so you can pick up what I'm putting down. This is not your standard dating podcast. I'm bringing in experts from the field and getting down and dirty into all the topics on sex and relationships in a no BS way, which is just my style. Releasing every Thursday so I can send you off feeling some type of way for the weekend. Nothing's taboo, nothing's off limits. Let's get down to business. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to BS with M. We have just a beautiful and stunning, incredible, <laughs> creative guest. Also, now I would say I'd say a good friend. I won't leave him alone. We have Andrew Felix on the podcast today. Andrew and I, I guess we got to know each other what a month ago is when we first shot together. Yeah. Yeah, about a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just through Instagram, the good old socials, the good old DM slide. You had like, I don't know, something happened and I saw your work and I'm like, ooh, this person's incredible. Who is this? When can I shoot? And you were like, we could shoot on Sunday. And it was Thursday. And I'm like, yep, get my tan on. Let's do it. Andrew is a boudoir photographer. I always find that word so hard to say. Uh, would you say you're only boudoir though? You do a whole range of things. What do you do? How about you introduce yourself? <sighs> I, so I do do a whole range of things. I have focused on boudoir, um, women empowerment type photography for the last eight years. Mm. Um, I started off doing, um, so, so I rewind even further back. Um, so I grew up overseas. Uh, my mum's Indonesian uh, and my dad's Australian. Um, I uh, spent the first, I guess, um, 14 years living in Southeast Asia, and then I moved to Australia in 93. Um, I've got an electrical engineering background, um, and uh, my nine-to-five is I'm a management consultant. Ah. So I deal with lots of people. Um, I solve lots of uh, kind of complex problems uh, using either processes, systems or stuff like that. Um, I got into photography because of my uh, two daughters. Um, so that's how I know how long I've been into photography. So it's about 15 years because my oldest daughter is 15 mm -hmm. uh, and my youngest is 13. And um, eight years ago, I decided that I wanted to do something with it, but I didn't know what genre to focus in on. So I tried lots of different things. Um, I tried uh, like a corporate event, a charity. Um, I did other people's family portraits. Um, I even did jewellery, uh, which is really technical. Um, and I still have a car portfolio. Um, but for me and my personality, I kind of felt like, you know, jewellery and cars kind of don't really talk back to you. Mm. So they don't give you the feedback and there's no interaction. Um, so then I got into model photography and I started um, fashion and fitness. Um, found that it was really kind of what I love to kind of do, like interact with people. Um, but then I also decided that um, if I wanted to get real serious, I'd have to go back to school, mm -hmm. go back to university, and I kind of didn't really want to do that. So um, I decided doing boudoir photography and um, got some feedback and turned out 
that I made people feel comfortable and I've just stuck at it. What's the, you said I'd have to go back to school if I wanted to do, was it fashion photography? Why? What's yeah. the difference? Uh, because I guess I had this idea that if I want, that, that I wanted to like work for a magazine mm. or something and, um, I don't know, I guess I kind of just felt like it was in my own head that I needed to go back to school because I didn't really know any any of the techniques or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but the great thing about photography is that um, if you push yourself um, to consistently shoot and take photos, then you can always learn. Like it's a, it's one of those skills that you can learn to get better at it. And if you work out what your style is and you just perfect that, then you can get the quality of your work from like 80% to 95%, then 95% to 99.9. And then it's like, it's endless. It's so cool you say that because, I don't know, just from the conversations we've had, you seem like you have so many shoots all the time. Like, you'll be like, I have two more after after yours today. And I think the effort you put in, literally, it shines through your work. People people love your work. I mean, when I first saw it, I was like, this is, this is incredible. Like, I hope you recognize that as well. That, like, yeah, doing that outside of your main job, which I didn't even realize you had. I feel like you're like me. People are like, you have another job? I'm like, yeah, I just do it quietly. I'm more quiet about my day job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, def- yeah. I'm definitely more quiet about my day job because I've been doing that for, like, 13 years as well. So I'm like, you know. Yeah. And it's not as flashy, you know. Um, what yeah. do you say when I talk to some people, they're like, or I talk to other photographers actually who haven't done boudoir before, but are curious about it. They're nervous about people thinking that, you know, they're creepy or that, you know, photographers have the wrong intentions. What do you say about that? Uh, I think it's good that they think like that because mm-hmm. it is all about, I think the industry, um, will slowly kind of weed out people that have the wrong intentions like naturally it's a it's a it's a self-regulating kind of um industry or like system that's in place Mm -hmm. like the minute you find a photographer that doesn't have the right intentions then word kind of gets out and then that person kind of disappears so as long as people have the right intentions and treat people with respect and treat people with integrity and, you know, um, and all that type of stuff, then it's, it, it will show true in like the work that you produce and how you treat people. Um, I focus, I guess I focus a lot on the experience and it, it is for me, it is a lot about my personality and how I feel. Like mm-hmm. my first shoot, I was nervous. I, I did it because I wanted to see how I felt. Yeah, right. Not how they felt. Like how did I feel about doing it? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I, I guess I, um, throughout my life, I kind of, I would say that I've had high emotional intelligence but never really known how to use it. Mm. And so 
by working in, in an industry that deals with people, I'm able to interact and relate with people, not only in my management consulting work, but also in my photography work and be able to pick up, you know, different cues in people's behavior to then be able to get the best out of them. A hundred percent. I think when, like when I work with you and when I work with photographers, you can kind of see the images that they produce or the content they produce. And you can see that the people do feel comfortable. And when you're working with well-known photographers, for example, because I have people who ask, how do I know who to work with or, you know, who will make me feel comfortable? It's like never before have I gotten really amazing content from people that I haven't felt comfortable around. But in saying that photographers who have experience and they have, you know, somewhat of a following in a portfolio, that's what they're good at is making you feel comfortable. And that's what shines through the work. That's why you love the work in the end. So I think that's, yeah. and I think you kind of, you might be very humble about, you know, I make people feel comfortable, but you definitely do. And that's a huge message that I want to be shared today because people want, people want photos of themselves. They want content, but they're just like really scared to do it. But I know you, yeah. Yeah. You you probably have something to say about that about feeling like really nervous to do a shoot. Look, I, look, I um I do still get nervous like yeah. all of the time. Yeah. Um, but I I guess kind of learned to manage that and and understand my own emotions and my own feelings. Yeah. Um, so what what you're alluding to is I'm going to Adelaide on the weekend and yeah. um I'm getting a shoot done. Yes. Uh, for myself, yes. uh, it's the first time in a couple of years where that's taken place. So yeah. uh, I'm I I am nervous, uh, but yeah. it's all about following the process and mm. trusting in the process. So yeah. And for you, is it? I mean, I guess maybe my first couple of shoots. My first shoot, I was nervous, but kind of after that, for me, it kind of eased a little bit. Do you find that when you get there, it eases or what, like, what's your process like? Um, Are you nervous the whole time? Whole shoot nervous. <laughs> nah, nah. It's, it's, it's definitely just in the lead up to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, seven years ago, I actually did some TV extra work mm-hmm. and um like I've been on some billboards and some ads on TV and I was on Neighbours and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I kind of get it. Like I kind of yeah. know how I'm going to feel, you know, in the lead up. And it's just like, it's just, you're just acting. You're just playing a role, right? And so for a photo shoot, it's kind of like, okay, well, the role that I'm playing is actually myself. Mm. So I just have to trust in being myself and trusting the photographer that's going to be taking my photos so yeah yeah. and how do you see when you shoot for people whether it's women or anything else any other gender how do you see their mindset like are they nervous when they come in what can people expect and how do they tend how do they tend to act how do you see their mindset shift from nervous as hell to be doing this with you to the end product and what they actually see what what do you see from that so uh Within the first two minutes of meeting them, I know how I need to operate, mm. like, during the shoot. Yeah. 
Um, because if someone's really high energy, then I'll just match that energy and we'll just go, you know, on level 100, like all of the time. Uh, if they're nervous within the first two minutes, I'll turn it down and I'll kind of meet them at their level and kind of make them feel comfortable and kind of ease them into it. And um, it definitely shows um, when I have a look at the proofs, uh, the first setting versus the last setting, because usually in between there's like just a lot of laughing. There's a lot of mucking around, um, a lot more smiles, you know, and kind of stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 I go in with a plan and if I have to adjust the plan because something's happened on the day, mm. you know, and people people have stuff that happens throughout the, their days anyway that may impact them, um, then it's about making sure that I adjust to that and mm. that, that's, how, that's how I get the best out of, uh, out of the photo shoots and photos and people. So. And how do you see them react <laughs> when you have a final product? How rewarding is it for you to see their reaction to what you've created together? Um, I, it, it's very rewarding uh, yeah. seeing the reaction. Yeah. Um, I know some photographers don't necessarily uh, show photos on the back of the camera um, throughout the shoot, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm I'm constantly doing that, and yeah. um, I think it's it's good to provide that instant feedback, that real time feedback, um, and then uh, at the end of um, at the end of the day. Um, like by close of business, I'll usually send a couple of preview photos as well, just to kind of you know make sure that that I was um, being honest about how the shoot went and you know mm-hmm. things like that. So um, yeah, like yeah, it's it's rewarding getting getting the the feedback as well. Mm. How does it play into for you? you said that you're really into like empowerment and I would argue body positivity in cheerleading and just like celebrating people. What kind of messages around that? Like, would you share around how you produce this art and you create this art? How is that being shown, you know, in the way that you want to share your messages around empowerment? Is that a clear way to ask that? (laughs) Yeah, kind of. Um, Okay. So I think everybody is beautiful Mm. like you have beaten all odds to be alive today right what what's gary v's quote he says it's like one in 18 trillion or something right they're they're the odds Mm. and so um throughout human beings lives we have experiences we have all this other stuff that's going on and you may not necessarily see yourself as being beautiful but that's not your job my job is to show you a perspective that you've never seen before and to kind of make you realize that you are beautiful Mm. um, regardless of who you are and so that's really important because for me um, I've got two daughters and um you know, two teenage daughters, so they're going through changes right now. And it's important for me to show them that uh, regardless of 
who you are or how you look, you um, can portray confidence um, and empowerment in the vessel that you've been given, you know, like, um, and your vessel will change as time goes on. And it's about being comfortable with who you are and what you have to then be able to create some great art that potentially will be timeless. That is so beautiful. I love that. And I guess the message that you're sharing as well is you don't have to look a certain way or be at a certain age or or anything, you know, to be able to do a shoot and to love the content in the photos or the video content that you get, mm. right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What, what kind of reactions do your daughters have to the content you create? Uh, in the early days, they kind of really didn't understand and I tried to explain it to them, um, but they were all like, yeah, no, we don't really understand. I think now they're kind of seeing like the pennies kind of dropping a little bit in terms of, you know, what they see on social media and like their friends and conversations and all that type of stuff. So um but I do, I guess I do acknowledge that I have a very different parenting style mm -hmm. um, to other parents. Um, and so I'm very much um, like I want their opinion or I'm trying to guide them to make the right decisions. And I think um, with me doing this particular style of photography just allows them to see that like I'll shoot anyone, mm -hmm. like I'll take photos of everybody and everybody has that golden angle. Mm -hmm. Like you may, you may not know what golden angle you have, but chances are I'm going to find it. Yeah. And how do you like even broach the subject around sexuality with them? What's the um, answer so with? <laughs> so... <laughs> That, that's all very new to me as yeah. well because yeah. I guess I'm like old school, uh, if that's a thing. But, you know, like in this new world of um, multiple genders and all this type of stuff or different genders. Um, so my oldest daughter's um, gay and um, that's it's all new to me. So I'm kind of, you know, like finding my way through it. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, I just want her to be happy. Mm. I want her to have a happy life and I want her to be happy and I don't want anybody else to, um, uh, you know, push, you know, hatred or whatever onto human beings. So, yeah. You can kind of argue that that's what this, like all these projects, this whole conversation is about, isn't it? It's about finding things that make you happy or that make you celebrate who you are and not minding, exactly. you know, any, like any outside sources, any judgment, it's like, it doesn't matter. Are they happy? Are they good people? And if they are just guiding them to get there and to celebrate that, I feel like that's yeah. what you do in, in parenting or in, you know, in photography. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, um, again, it's, it's, so the interesting thing about photography is all about, so I mentioned the golden angle. So the golden angle is, it, you know, like it's a technique that I'm trying to find of, you know, 
um, representing your image or the way you are. Um, but a principle about the golden angle is all about perspective. Yep. So everything has a minimum two perspectives and you can see things, you know, from the left side or you can see things from the right side. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, but you're just looking at it from a different angle. So, um, you know, and I think that's where people will get stuck on their own angle and then they'll be like, oh, well, I don't look beautiful or or I don't see it that way or, um, you know, they're very right-wing focused or left-wing focused, not realising that, you know what, there's a whole other world out there of people that don't really care or they think of things slightly differently and I think we just have to um, acknowledge and be kind around accepting that other people will have other opinions and that's Mm. completely fine. Mm. Um, For me, I get satisfaction and and reward in showing people a different version of themselves that they never knew existed. Mm. So, um, yeah. I, I think, think it's we, cool. I think I just found like uh, five sound bites out of that. <laughs> I was like typing in my head. I was like, how many Instagram <laughs> stories is this going to be? <laughs> That's brilliant. If there's one message you could share, um, let's say with someone who's, I get messages a lot. Oh, I'm thinking about doing a photo shoot. I'm really nervous. Don't know where to start. Like your content. I could never do that. What's one message if you could share with people who are in that mindset that you would want them to know? Everyone thinks the exact same way. Mm. So it's completely normal for you to be nervous. Um, And if anything, every single person I'm shot with has in some way or form communicated that exact same message. Mm -hmm. Um, So a couple of weeks ago, uh, I got an inquiry to do a shoot. Um, Shoot hasn't been scheduled yet. But then uh, because I got my account back, um, that got disabled, um, uh, this individual started seeing, you know, the posts that I put up and messaged me saying, I don't know if I can hold up to the quality of images that you put up of all these beautiful women. Mm. And I said, um, first of all, thank you. Uh, like I appreciate that you think the images are great Mm -hmm. but then I also said you'd be interested to know that every single one of them thinks the exact same way and no one's perfect and if anything the imperfections that you have are actually what make you perfect in your own special way so it's um yeah so so and the response I got from her was, oh, my God, that's amazing. Thank you so much for replying like that. Um, I feel really comfortable now about organising our shoot. So, yeah. Mm, I just got, like, teary-eyed. I was like, because there is that. Like, there is – I always think people think, like, oh, you you show your whole body. You're, you know – you're in lingerie, you're taking shoots, you're modeling. And it's like, I don't actually like, I feel like everyone really could do it. Like, and there should be that message out there that 
people have their own doubts and insecurities and everybody has that. Everyone has that lacking confidence in some ways, regardless of how they might come across, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, like you could have had a bad sleep, woken up on the bad side of the bed or you had a, you know, you spilled your coffee before the shoot. So something yeah. would have happened, right? Um, but yeah, no, I definitely, definitely think um, that everyone at some point will have some sort of insecurity. Yeah. Uh, and my approach, as I said, is I just, I try to be aware of what's going on and pick up little cues. And then I adjust my approach to kind of get the best out of what I'm trying to produce. And you do it well. It's funny you say that. Someone might have spilled their coffee before. I um, I was like, what happened to me before our first shoot? I got a flat tire. <laughs> and I never, ever ask anyone to come to shoots with me. But it just so happened that my good friend Chloe wanted to, like, it's so kind and wanted to, like, film the content. And I was like, yeah, thank yeah, yeah. God I asked her because I, you know, done my makeup, have everything ready, walk downstairs, my car's lopsided. And I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so yep these things happen <laughs> yep, yep hey andrew i love your work i know everyone says that as a kind of sarcastic thing but i love your work i love your message i think yeah i think you're incredible and i hope this message gets out there and more people just i guess feel more empowered after this to like celebrate themselves it doesn't even need to mean that you're booking in a photo shoot but to understand yeah i think your messages around like different perspectives and Everyone is beautiful in their own way. I think that if we can leave here with that message out there, we've done a, you have done a great job. <laughs> thank you. Uh, and thanks for inviting me to come to your podcast. Of course. I want to link your handles in the show notes. And if yep. anyone wants to shoot with you, work with you, how do they get in touch? Through Instagram or through my website, um, mm -hmm. which is by Felix, B-Y-F-E-L-I-X.com. Um, I've got like a form on there that you can send me a message or, um, yeah, by all means, um, just through Instagram. Amazing. Slide into those DMS. If you message me and you ask who should I shoot with and you're in Melbourne or anywhere around, I'll be like, mm, I know, I know the person. <laughs> Andrew, you're awesome. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to shoot with you again. I'm actually obsessed with your content. So can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> I, have the best I can't wait either. Yay! Have the best trip to Adelaide. Um, I'll be looking out for your model shots now this time. Your turn. Uh, thanks, Emily. <laughs> Take care of yourself. I'll talk to you soon, yeah? All right. See ya. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm Em, and you can catch more on my socials at emilywalter underscore. The research referenced in this episode is available in the show notes. Please remember to like and subscribe because it supports the podcast and it also tells me you're listening. Now, I encourage you to spread the message that nothing's too taboo.